right, here we go. Here we go. Hello, uh, Rush. How are you doing? I'm all right, Ethan. What's going on, man? I'm surviving, thriving, watching soccer. Yeah, your hair is definitely thriving. I've seen yep. the full evolution here. Uh, it's been about a year since. Yep. Uh, exactly, almost a well, a little over your birthday a year. recently. A little over a year, and uh, my hair went from I buzzed it. Well, I started actually when you met me. I had my regular hair, I guess. Yeah, I you turned it. 21, then you had like that whole breakdown. Yeah, and then I had a. Bra- <laughs> I guess I did have a breakdown. Shaved my head, and arguably a second breakdown as I'm in full mullet stage. Yeah, I mean. It is fully. I mean, you go to the gym any given day, see like a bunch of tweens with their mullets. So you're trendy. It's cool. I've got my mom calling me a deaf leopard wannabe, things like that. This guy's got laid. (laughs) 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 That is a fair counterpoint that I should raise to her. That that would probably leave her speechless. She would have nothing to say to that, actually. (laughs) Those guys got laid. She'd be like, well, fair point, Ethan. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, now we're here a year later and. Doing what we love, talking, talking, talking football, talking some football. Yeah, couple of blokes. Yep. Uh, every once in a while, it'll just be like, "Oh, Man United stink." I'll text you. I'll just be like, "Oh, Man United." Yeah, we've stink. kept the ban. You've been pretty. <laughs> we've kept the banter alive this uh, past year, yep. and then uh, there was that one time you came into the city, and we uh, yep. we went up to a soccer bar, and it resulted in me getting. You were little, you were shit faced and you were tipsy. just uh, kissing men on the head. Uh, well, you remember what it was? Is Man U Newcastle was the first yep. game? I can't remember who Chelsea played, but they played uh, Villa that day. Oh yeah, Big and Rom scored a brace. That's true. But you, were, I remember Ronaldo scored like the opener, and like everyone in the bar was going nuts. And then you, and then said, like Joel Linton or someone from Newcastle netted the netted the. One to tie it up, and you just got on top of the bar and started screaming, "Ronaldo, Ronaldo!" I did do that, but that <laughs> see, that's the problem with getting some, I don't know, some Carlings and or whatever at that hour. Carlsbergs, Carlsbergs, rather not Carlings. I just it it ends up like that. It ends up with me on top of the bar hours before the Chelsea game even starts. Oh yeah, Scree- you were you were gone by the time the Chelsea <laughs> game started. It was. Farewell, good night, Jim Kite. By oh, the time good night. twelve twelve thirty rolled around, Chelsea kicked off against Villa. Ethan was kissing bald men on the head. Yeah, I forgot. Kissing men on the cheek. <laughs> he was. I was all over the you place. Were, we had to find that picture because you you were like kissing some dude on the cheek in that like Chelsea like the New York yep. Blues. Yeah, yeah. They, they yep. like go to bars. Oh and my god! Yeah, I we forgot. About, you actually picture. took that picture. I took the picture you for took you the guys. Picture. I gotta I have, find it. I remember that was funny because we were blacked out by noon that's the best <laughs> part about like soccer saturdays oh my god full slate of games starting at seven yeah, and you were exact- just hammered by exactly noon. exactly we even cracked some uh pre-bar brews here and then it was yeah by the time we got there it was yeah you, you, you go home you freshen up and then you know if you're about it you you head out back to the bar for college football and it's a full day it's a yeah. full day of full day of fun for the lads exactly and that particular day was ronaldo's return Against Newcastle, and it was it was a packed bar of United fans. And there's, yeah, there's little old Ethan. Well, you know, I think that's a good segue. We can kind of like hop into uh, a recap of the, the this like last few uh, games from yeah, a couple uh, midweek games. Here. Great, I love. You know, this year's gonna be great with the World Cup schedule. They're gonna yeah. be packing games in. Yeah, well, yeah, we've got great for us. The, the great viewers. for us. Terrible for the players. Oh, These yeah. guys are gonna be running like marathons. <laughs> yeah, every it'll be week. funny when it comes like December and it's like all the Twitter bots tweeting like, oh, why isn't so and so playing to their yeah. fullest capabilities? It's like, like, man, yeah, you're going to have to recall been... Alex Tellis because Luke Shaw will be dead. 
They've um, been playing. Tyrone Malassi will be dead. <laughs> running everybody into the ground. Oh, like, yeah, just making sure they have no legs to use. But for it's the rest it's of good the that season. Chelsea's got, you know. 25 well, center backs to <laughs> to brave the storm well, this year. Exactly. They could take some of the load off a uh, 30-something-year-old uh, Tiago Silva now. Koulibaly's pretty old, too. Koulibaly's 31. We did just pay, you know, $50 million or however, $70 million even. I forget the exact total for Koulibaly. And, yeah. And he's 31 years old. Yeah. Questionable, but. It's crazy. But, yeah, let's get into But, yeah, uh, I, th- I think uh, the game I want to start with, uh, probably the one I was most uh, steamed after, was uh, the Liverpool-Newcastle game okay. at okay. Anfield. Uh, Jonathan Isak's first game yep. in the black yep. and white. Scored the opener. And he scores the opener. He yep. should have had two. Yep. The, he is going to be a problem for the <laughs> yes. Premier League. He, yes. I was, you know you see all these names because you know if you were like me and you play FIFA, uh, he, yeah. he is an he was an ultimate yeah. team god. Oh yeah, exactly. You they get that like special the special Europa card, and it's like, well, now I have to keep tabs on. And them. he was like the the Swedish beast. <laughs> yes. He put him up top, and he, he can finish with both feet. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a weak foot, yeah. and uh, now you got to see him in the Premier League. Guys. I know, oh. and but I think Newcastle are gonna be a problem. Oh yeah. Well, we're just starting to see like all the money start to come in, and it's like, all right, they're not exactly gonna spend uh, two hundred million dollars, yeah, like Harry Kane or something, but no. they're gonna spend the seventy f- to eighty million. Yeah, the, on yeah him. exactly. The the what is now considered like a medium price range to get these guys who are just gonna, I don't know, piece together and make the equivalent of like getting a Harry Kane or something. Like they're gonna piece together and create a squad. They're gonna build a team rather than just go out and try and get a big player, and then it falters yeah and you know they they stayed in a game with liverpool granted liverpool has their injuries they're missing a lot of midfielders like tiago they're missing they're really missing their center midfield has been kind of they've been putting out harvey elliott uh, in there for lack of better terms some shitters like they've (laughs) been they've been putting out like their center three midfielders against united were henderson elliott and milner that team is finishing third in the Premier League if you trot that that middle th- you know what I mean like not even third like not lower this year. I don't think that, that team's finishing third that middle three is not good and they're uh, Tiago even is like they're missing Tiago because Tiago's so like good on the ball and he's so good at spraying passes and mm-hmm. stuff but even he's like I don't know it seems like they're kind of missing someone like uh like, I don't know what Fabinho used to be, like somebody who could just kind of anchor the midfield, hold it down, win tackles, win balls back in midfield, and, yeah. and well, uh, then they start they, the counterattack. Well, they, they don't panic, have that. They panic bought Arthur, Artur. Yeah, they did just and do that. And he is uh, – uh, the Premier League fans on Twitter are already calling him the – the equivalent of Saul to Chelsea last year. Yeah. Well, Panic by he's not gonna yeah. equate to anything. He didn't even did he even play at Juve? Um, I'm not sure. That's what I was just trying to think in my head. He went Barca to Juve. Him going to Barca to Juve was kind of a big deal, but since then I haven't heard anything. But Juve kind of stacked their midfield to be fair. They yeah. have Pogba. They have Pogba now. They had Pjanic. They had they have all these guys who just kind of sit there and mm-hmm. it's like, well, Juventus yeah. are interesting. But, but anyway, Liverpool topic. struggled against the Newcastle, who were missing Sam Maximin and yep. Uh, yep. and Callum Wilson. Callum, they are going to be a problem with Callum those. Callum Wilson might be out of a job soon if they don't start running uh, front two. He's been yeah. their best striker for pa- past couple of years, best goal scorer, yeah, best he contributor. Yeah, Bournemouth, right? Yeah, Bournemouth, yep. And they, uh, but, but I he, think if they run two up front, him and uh, yeah. Isak, and then uh, you got Sam Maximin on the mm-hmm. wing. 
I think they're going to be a problem. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The thing with them is, like, I don't know if they have the depth to, like, yeah. continue. Like like we said, even, like, when it gets into these World Cup, it gets into these Decembers, these Januaries, where they're playing a heavier game. Given Newcastle don't really have a heavy game load, they're not playing in any European competitions or anything. They're mostly playing cup games and uh, Premier League games, so it's all, you know what I mean? Like, they're they're going to be more focused on the Premier League, but I don't think they have the quality and depth to yeah. get into the top, like, into Europe, into I, the top I, ten. I like agree. Yeah. I think they could make make a run in, like, mm-hmm. a year towards, like, a Europa. Yeah, well, but you they know certainly what they're, have the finances. Yeah, you know, they're gonna they're replacing Wolves. Wolves is filtering out, in my opinion, and I Wolves was that agree. team that played top teams to a draw. Wolves They're really pesky team. You couldn't really, really put you your know, thumb on how to beat. Not a lot and that's of Newcastle. Not man. a lot of people want to talk about it, but Wolves suffer so much from losing Nuno, like their manager, yes. to Spurs. Because then he went to Spurs and was terrible. Mm-hmm. And now they're just la- like Nuno was great for Wolves. He brought Wolves back up into the Premier League and stuff, and now he's gone. He brought in all these signings, all these Portuguese signings. And now he's gone. Now they have nothing. They have like no identity right now. They're signing. Um, can't even think of the kid they signed last year for a million gazillion pounds, and then he stinks. Fabio Silva, I want to say, is his name. Uh, he's probably Portuguese, if you want. Portuguese. To <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. They're but signing. But then they, lo- they lost Connor Cody. Yep. And yep. he was pretty solid, and now he's gone, and they let him leave. Well, Everton are a different story, but uh, yeah. But uh, you know that game was that game was really interesting. Yeah. Liverpool really struggled creative, like with mm-hmm. creative balls. There were people who weren't happy about. Um, the clock going on. Oh they no! Thought, I was one of those. Okay, people. Yeah, exactly. I, I, that was that was, you know, one of those like league interferences to make sure Liverpool had a fair chance to win. They that didn't game. want to blow the whistle at all. The, I the will ref say swallowed Nick his Pope's whistle. Antics were kind of BS. He was trying to run the clock out. Also, shout out another FIFA Ultimate Team God, Nick Pope. Yep. But yeah. he, he was doing all his stuff. They were kind of diving around, being floppy, mm-hmm. but. It's the nine. They score a goal in the ninety seventh, ninety eighth minute on yep. a five minute clock. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. The ref swallowing the whistle at that point. He's letting the boys play. But you know, credit to Liverpool. You know, you play the but game. Is, the game. You, you play the game until they blow the whistle, and that's what they did. So you can't be super mad at them for being aggressive on the ball. Yep. Um. You know, I don't think Newcastle had a corner in that game. Really. I think it was like twelve corners <laughs> to Liverpool and zero to uh to Newcastle, that which was crazy. Me. I'm sure if you pulled up the stats, it'd be, the possession itself even would be like 60-40 or But yeah, I, like, think, I think Liverpool are going to struggle the rest of this year. They're missing Mane so bad. Oh yeah, for sure. And, you know, they played down to Man U, um, and then, you know, Klopp made them, <laughs> that <laughs> made pic- them go crazy against Burnmouth. That, pi- that picture them. of... Um, that picture of Mane without the beer. Have you seen that? Yeah. That hilarious picture. It's because he's Muslim and he doesn't like uh, partake in alcohol. And he's killing it in. Uh, oh, in, I mean, <laughs> in Germany, he should be killing it. Yeah, uh, it's, to be it's fair, a little right? bit easier of a league than uh, the Prem, but yeah, yeah. Then uh, speaking of um, Germans who are dominating, uh, or people who have come from Germany, yeah. vice versa. You're gonna. Bring I think up. we should just go into the Man City game because no, fuck this. because I think. That's becoming a real issue. It, he is he is a menace. Nine goals is it nine goals in Voldemort, the man, yes. the name we don't speak, but like nine, what Erling is that? Nine Holland. goals in four games for young Erlen Holland. He is a and you know what? He just looks so clunky on the field. He's just like yeah. this big, 
oaf of a man, yeah. and he's so athletic and quick. He yeah. shouldn't be as fast uh, as he. He's kind disgustingly of like fast. He's like Durant. He's like a freak. You'll watch him. Like you'll watch City start the counterattack, and you'll watch them play it out to the wings. And if you just fix your eyes on the center of the pitch, you'll watch this man like go from human to almost machine. He goes yeah. into like a full startup. He, you can watch the the gears in his body turning. Oh and yeah, starting to force him to go faster. It is insane. He's a, he's G- a, he's an absolute given, specimen. Given the three goals he scored this past midweek were not the most difficult he's, goals. He's it's never, just about being in those situations. He knows where to be. Exactly. He knows how to keep himself on side. Get place himself to get set up for the ball. He's never. He's not going to be a Ronaldo or Messi and score a screamer or no, worldy whatever no, you want to call it. He's never going to be that guy, but he's going to sp- put himself in the best situation to put the ball in the net. And that's what you want out of your number nine. Exactly, really. exactly. People are actually arguing that I kick-started this whole Holland thing because I texted my cousin, who is a big Man City fan, after the uh, Community Shield. I said, Man City are 0-1 in games with Holland. So this might have been my doing. Um, you cursed the fucking league. I, <laughs> I have cursed the and league. You, and you might as well painted Manchester blue in the, in, the, in the process. <laughs> the most disgusting part is people I won't at me, but I'll see in my feed. It'll be like, oh, you know, he's only two goals, three goals away from tying Lukaku at Chelsea for Premier League goals. He's only three, four goals away from tying Havertz's Premier League goals at Chelsea. And it's it's rude. It's frankly, it's rude. And I don't need to see it because it. Reminds oh, me man. of, and you know what? Had he not broken, had Roy Keane not broken his dad's knee, I think <laughs> he might have been a red. I think yeah. there was a chance he could have <laughs> been a red. But you know what, Roy Keane, however many years ago, he fucked us out of the Erling Holland uh, race before it even started. Well, it's just now a case of like post nut clarity between all these all these big clubs. Like, oh well, we should have been the ones who got Erling. Like. Because City didn't end up paying a huge fee. They no. paid the release f- fee, and, Wait, and that know, was it. You know what the crazy stat about them that I saw today? What was it? Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Man City signed Calvin Phillips, Stefan Ortega, Sergio Gomez, um, Akanji, and Holland all this summer, and they still made $60 million profit. <laughs> 60 million pound profit. Uh, who did they sell? They sold Sterling. They sold... They must have cleared... They must I have just cleared a bunch of other guys I, I, off the book. I but. acted like I was coming in there about the rattle-off names. The only name that came to mind was Sterling. I, they're just, like, in, they're insane. Yeah. And they it's still have they're, – they're too deep at right back. They've got joke. They've got arguably no, it, the two best right backs in the game. It, I'm curious to see which Chelsea team makes Pep, Pep quit this time. They made him quit at Barcelona. I'm curious to see when Chelsea makes Pep quit at Man City. They made him quit at Barcelona. He literally – after we beat the best team, like – consensus like he ever had at Barcelona in the semifinals he literally took a year off and then or took a couple years off and then started managing Bayern and now he's all of a sudden this great manager again it's it's like when are we gonna kill this guy I hope soon but I don't (laughs) think so I think this is I think they're gonna win everything this year oh I I think they might do a quadruple but I don't know about Champions League Champions League is a different beast no one would have said that Real was gonna win last year so we'll see how that all turns out but listen and to Crystal Palace, or not Crystal Palace, to Nottingham Forest's credit, they were fed to the Wolves this week. Fed to the Wolves. They Man City went down early against Palace at home last week. At home against Nottingham Forest, they were going to take out all their frustrations. It's like, you know, well, D- it, Dean Henderson's a goal. He's given up, you know, four or five goals or however many it ended up being four, right? Uh, Did he get pulled? I forgot, but was it? 
I think it was six. Six? No. Yeah. I kind of stopped watching, but um. <laughs> Maybe five or six. But like Dean Henderson giving up six goals, it's like it shows the quality of like what they're doing. Yeah. Seasons uh, ago, he was up for goalie of the year. But yeah, but you know what? Shouts, shouts. It was yeah. It was ended up being six. But shout out to Nottingham Forest. They made twenty one signings in this offseason. They're going so far. They down. Did, They're they going did down. what they needed to do. I would. I really wish uh, United would have sold them James Garner. That's where he belonged. That's where he did his work last year. It's sad to kind of see him go to Everton, but. I think that Nottingham Forest will be. I don't think they're gonna get relegated mm-hmm. this year. I think they're gonna stay in the league. They're gonna keep making mm-hmm. improvements. Speaking of teams that might go down, I think we should talk about the Man U game because oh, I think yeah. Leicester City Ooh. might be in some real trouble. Dude, you know, I think Brendan Rodgers is gonna get sacked. Did you see the picture of him soon. looking really short? Did you know this is so <laughs> short? It's like a picture of him next to like uh, Rio Ferdinand, like all the okay. Well, the game and Rio's he, a tree. Rio's he, like six. But five. he just looks like a dwarf, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Do you know he was that short?" Uh, but United. They're starting to look better. They did look I'm really quality biased, in that first like, half. They they're did starting look to look a little bit better. There's that one, uh, that one sequence of passes which Man U fans are going to come about on. Was it when Bruno bit. dummied the pass and they, they dummied? They yeah, just, like, yeah. They, I was going to bring that up. Tiki Taka one touch ball here, there, and everyone. I've already seen like the United trays and all the big, <laughs> the big fans going crazy about it. I'm like, just relax, relax. Oh. We still have Arsenal to get through on Sunday. Relax. Mm. But Leicester play. That's like they're down match. at the beginning whistle. They yeah. play like they're losing. Oh, right? yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like kind of like it's rubber banded together at this point. It's It's got like the glue, like the Elmer's glue and the rubber bands trying to hold it together. It's like they're still starting Vardy. They still have quali- some quality, but it's like an older Vardy. James Mad- Madison's quality, but. He missed the game against Chelsea, mm-hmm. and then he played against Man U and still lost. He and put that one off the bar, or De Gea tipped it in yes, the bar, yes, but yes. that, was, free a, that kick, was a great free kick. Free that was kick. a great save. But that's their best scoring opportunity. Exactly, exactly. They're not creating any sort of chances. Yuri Telemans d- doesn't want to be there, I don't think, and he no. kind of just puts he wants like out, lazy yeah. balls. Uh, and they they lost Fafana to Chelsea this past week. It's it's They don't have Casper Schmeichel anymore. It's mm-hmm. just kind of – Where did of, he go? Did he leave or is he injured? No, he's. I want to say he went to like Anderlecht or something uh, like that, like some uh, not obscure club, but some smaller club at, yeah. in a different league, like but just to kind of you know. Owen, what, did they draw one, so they're o one and four. Mm, they might be o and five. I'm yeah, not whatever even it is, they're winless in five for the first time in like a, a long time. And they actually mentioned the stat on that broadcast. They were like, all right, one time they ended up finishing like 10th or whatever, and the other time they got relegated. Yeah, 0-1 and 4. I think they started off the season with the draw, but that was brutal. I, and It was a long 90 minutes. It got really boring at points, I mm-hmm. think. Man U. There was definitely a lull in the second half. Yeah, I think if United want to be successful, and we'll see how it goes on Sunday versus Arsenal, but – they need to keep their foot on the gas. They need to like that is be a, a little test. bit more aggressive. And Ten Hag knows it. He called it out. But mm-hmm. they need to be more aggressive on the ball. They need to put their foot on And they just need to go for the kill. Yeah. Run up the score. I would actually, Against a shit team uh, like that, I want to see three, four. We got to get goal differential at some point. That's going to become important at some point. Yeah. And after the 5-0 or whatever ass whooping from fucking Brentford they need they need yeah. as many goals as I, they can you know listen I think this Arsenal test is the biggest test for United so far not that Liverpool wasn't a test but I think that Liverpool were in the spot that they that uh, 
that helped United. So they, uh, so they were. That was a turn. That was like the exactly win for me. Exactly that, but you can't exactly like look at that and be like, oh, this United team's actually good. That was just more so like, do they have any fucking guts about them? Like, yeah. do they have any ball? Like, can they come and get a result against Liverpool after being so shit? Like, you can't call them good off that performance because you expect them to get up for that performance. That's his biggest rivalry yeah. in the Premier League. Like, you need – if the players don't get up for that, like they have in the past couple of years and they just keep getting throttled by United mm-hmm. – or by Liverpool, rather. It's just – it's it gets pathetic. I would have been so mad. I would have <laughs> dropped the first three and the third one to Liverpool. I, you It would have been bad. Listen, they had to win. They had to win, and they did. But this this game against Arsenal, Arsenal's been playing really well. Yeah. Jesus is looking legit for yeah, them. He's looking so fucking good. And it's it's like, it's if Liverpool had gone, like, Darwin Nunez, I, I don't think is going to be as prolific as people yeah. make him out to be. Yeah. So I'm fine there. That the was fact a, that City and Arsenal added, like, signing a solid Nunez, number nine to both teams. Signing Nunez was very much a case of, oh, well, City went out and got Holland. Holland so let's go get another like top European goal scorer. Yeah. But which I don't think Darwin necessarily suits their team at all cuz I think Bobby Firmino is still a better fit because of the way he plays. He plays that false nine, he comes back and drops and plays almost like a center attacking midfielder yeah. and he, and that allows guys like Luis Diaz and Salah to to go in behind and you know create the success they've had. Luis Diaz more so now that Mane is gone. I mean, that is a downgrade. As good as Luis Diaz is, that is a downgrade. But it still is like, you know, I don't know that Darwin Nunes having a, a standard number nine is the fit for that team because they create so many attacking opportunities from their wingers that I think having like a guy like Bobby Firmino who drops in and can create with his playmaking ability from that deeper role, yeah. I think that's way more important than having Darwin Nunes who will, like, on paper score you 20, 25 goals a season. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't think he's going to touch 25 this season. No, but no. Maybe 25 headbutts. We'll, well see I mean, he happens. lost his head big time against <laughs> – who did he get sent off against? Was that Leeds? Mm. I think it was Leeds. I think it was Leeds. Because it, it was that guy who's been getting under everybody's skin. He did it at mm, Everton as well. Okay. Everton. Uh, should we just go to that game now? Everton leads. Yeah, I think we're good here. Yeah, Everton leads. I wa- I watched the recap because I didn't watch the game. Yeah. I think it was on the same time as the Man U game the yeah. other day or something. But uh, is Ant- Anthony Gordon or what's his name? Anthony, Anthony Gordon, Anthony. the English lad. Yeah, is he, he the real is, deal. He has been very legit for them. Like he. He started off last season coming in under Lampard, just kind of like, you know, Lampard did the same thing for... Uh, Frank. <laughs> he did the same thing for Chelsea, where he's going to play the youth players. He's going to give the, the kids a shot. So he gave Anthony Gordon a shot, and it's looking like Anthony Gordon is really good. He scored this game. I think he scored the last game, too. He started... He were to finish goal. this last time. He put it right between the goalie's legs mm-hmm. uh, as he was diving the other way. He was... It's like a that's a very quality finish yep. from a young guy. Yep. And I was he knows he 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 sits there with the ball and he's very tactical about where he places the ball forward. He towards the end of the game put a ball for like a through ball out, and unfortunately it went to one of the backs mm-hmm. who was making a run and he yeah. just looked like a deer yeah. in headlights, just kicked it right at the goalie. Yeah. But you give it to a striker or any other forward, that ball's going in the net. Yeah. So. Well, my thing is especially in this game too that you know Everton go out to an early lead, but. Leeds always have goals in them for the past since they've come up. They've well, you, always you had on them the, the American Revolution. They are the American Revolution. It's just uh, Jesse Marsh uh, leading the boys into battle, all four Americans, and it's just like 
even before Jesse Marsh was there, when it was uh, Marco Bielisa, it was like they just have a way of scoring goals. Like they just score goals, especially at Ellen Ro- Road. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, and Everton go up one nil, and it's like I just kind of have a, a feeling this is gonna come back, and it comes to Sinistera. Sinistera first goal, of the first goal. goal. He came off uh, off the bench last game, and he looked really well. And he comes in, gets a start because he looked well in that they deb- er, in that appearance, and he gets the goal for Leeds, and it's. They're Leeds. looking good. They're looking not good. They're looking like they could get like a sneaky kind of mid-table finish. Again, it's about the quality of squad. It's again they got worse. They they lose Rafinha. Yeah, they lose Rafinha, which you know, uh, depending on who you talk to, that could be. But content- they got they did get guys who want to play there. The American guys they want to play exactly. And that's what exactly. You want. you want guys. You want eleven players exactly. that want to fucking play. And you know, sometimes soccer is such a weird sport where it's like it's. Like Marco Bielitsa is uh, an icon at Leeds, but like he get for all the all the positive stuff he did there, but like when he gets sacked and they bring in Jesse Marsh, there's always something about getting a new manager that like the locker room just snaps back on, and it's like oh this is almost like a profession again. They remember mm-hmm. that like not only. It, are they replaceable, but the people around them are replaceable so that it, it creates more of like a sense of urgency. So they kind of like snap back into gear and leads were about to get relegated last year and Jesse yeah. March let them back. So it's like, it's very, it's going to be very interesting to see what they could do for the rest of the year. Yeah. I'll, I'll be watching them. Uh, I was a little curious. Do you think that Lampard, because so there was all the transfer rumors about uh, mm-hmm. Anthony Gordon going to Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, Frank is a little salty about his departure from Chelsea and he's like, No, fuck you. You're never getting anyone from my team. Do you mm. think he made do you think he was very vocal <sighs> to management about that? Like being like also fuck No, right I now? you see, I still think it is a business, so it's like uh if something comes along and like he gets an offer from Chelsea, even if he did have that point of view, it is still a business, mm-hmm. and there has to be a price tag. This isn't me saying I want Anthony Dude, Gordon. They put him at like a hundred million. No, but you get what I'm saying. Like he, like that might be petty, like putting him at a high price. But there is a price. You know what I mean? Everybody's yeah. got a price. Yeah, exactly. And, Same and, with IX, right? That's, and they had to tell you Frank. Frank's not necessarily clear. Frank's kind of on the hot seat right now because Everton. Still stink. Like they somehow survived oh, yeah. last year by the skin of their teeth, but they still stink. I think we're just like also learning that it's a very shot. It's a shot in the dark when like a, a player coach, especially a, a former player who is really good, becomes a good coach. Especially when it's that quick. He managed at Derby County for a year, yeah. became the Chelsea manager, we, got sacked after a year and a half, and. Look at his generation of players that have tried to become coaches. Stevie G. Stevie G was the real deal at Rangers, and now he's having a rough yeah. time at Villa. Yeah. Gary Neville, let's not even talk about <laughs> it. He was shit. Yeah. Ole. Ole, shit. not great. But I don't think he was given a fair chance, but anyway. No. We won't get into that, no. so I could do a whole hour on that. Well, and like then Chavi's taking over Barcelona. Chavi. And then there's... Mikel Arteta. Mikel Arteta. Who, <laughs> who Arsenal fans wanted him all. All uh, wanted him out. And now look at him. Now that's they, but that is the troopsification of Arsenal fans. That's Arsenal fans just kind of being like, oh yeah, when anything's going wrong, we're just gonna say this manager out. And like yeah, you know sometimes it does work when you're a big club like Chelsea and you actually win trophies and you can actually get trophy winning managers in after that. But it's like if you just keep firing a manager before you let him like p- cement himself in the club, 
Like it doesn't get anywhere. And yeah. They, they drove. They drove uh, Unai Emery out, who is via Real. We're in the semifinals of the Champions they League. Europa League. They won Europa League. They won Europa League. against Manchester United. <laughs> yes. In a penalty shootout, David de Gea missed. People forget that. But Pe- people don't forget. I <laughs> maybe I forget, but yeah. maybe you don't forget. I, I have forget. a nightmare once a week about it. <laughs> But uh, but exactly like they just, they force people out like they force Arteta out before Arteta, I mean he's been there what this is his third year now I want to say two and a half he got a full two, year yeah, last yeah, year yeah, to okay. turn that's it around what, that's what it was. he took the half year after Emery got yeah. sacked, but it's like a full he has a full season of transfers under his belt now that have been there for a year and you know sometimes it takes transfers some time to adjust mm-hmm. to the Premier League, and. But it's like the troopsification. They just, no matter what it oh, is, short-term memory. That's one. every 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 league's fans have a brand, or like an identity. Man, you, they, it's they live with the legacy. Yeah. They talk about the past. Arsenal fans, short-term memory. Okay. <laughs> they just they right. just remember what just happened today. Yeah. They don't remember anything from the past. This is actually another perfect transition. I think we should get into the Chelsea game because there are a decent amount of Chelsea fans who are starting to be Tuchel out. And I don't necessarily understand that well, philosophy. You, well, you, what did you do? You said, Tuchel, I'll die for you. I or? said, well, that was after, I mean, that's one of the all-time clips that never was, was I was so ready to tweet that clip of, of Tuchel running down the sideline, pumping his fist in, mm-hmm. in Antonio Conte's face. <laughs> but then they equalized in the last minute because, like, they get a redo on a corner after Cucurella, like gets his fucking hair ripped out of his head. Yeah. And they get a redo on the corner. That was a great game. Yeah. That was a great game. I did not enjoy it. How are you? Uh, he gets his hair ripped out, and uh, they don't send him off. They don't do anything. They retake the corner. They equalize. It is what it is. That yeah. is the greatest clip that will never be. Is Tuchel running down the sideline, hanging his nuts on Antonio Conte's face. But I, I you know what? I uh, so I have a lot of family from North London, and uh, well, actually, so we're talking about Chelsea, but Spurs. Mm. Just real quick, I like the bad boy presence they're taking. <laughs> I love it. For Charleston, cry more. I love it. <laughs> they become you become your coach and Conte is the bad boy of the Prem right now. He's the new Mourinho. Mm, I I don't know if I could call him the new Mourinho. He I just think he's the, like the non English, non Spanish manager. Ta- Italian. Exactly. <laughs> the other nationality. But you know what I mean? He comes in, he's got the accent, he's got everything about him. Yeah. It's like kind of like the reverse Jesse Marsh. Like everybody hears Jesse Marsh talking, and they're like, they want to vomit out of their mouth. Listen, do I want him as my coach? No, but I love watching him in. Oh, absolutely not! I would not want him as my coach. I can't have somebody who speaks. Brought them. He brought his the. In my opinion, I always have thought Spurs was like everyone's younger brother. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They are. They are actually the soft younger younger brother of the Prem, and now they have an identity. Are you going to see Sun get in people's faces? No, but you've got. Are we going to see Sun score? Sun hasn't (laughs) scored yet. Yeah. People are talking about like him and Kane as the best duo of scores, all time. Who do you think scores crazy. this season, him or Ronaldo? Ronnie came pretty close <laughs> with that overhead. With <laughs> that, that bike? Little, yeah, that little scissor kick bike combo. I was combo, preparing yeah. a new set of trousers. Yeah, well, it because ba- he hit it into the ground. Yeah. And it bounces and it goes back up. Can you imagine being 37 years old oh and going up for God. one of those? And then getting up and then running. I'm fucking <laughs> 22 <laughs> and I can't even do that. I think my body would shatter if I tried attempting that. I, I Looking at you, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, back, gonna back in my day, I actually was the only person who could do bicycle kicks. 
on the soccer team. I love that 22 you're talking about back in your day. <laughs> back <laughs> You're in back your day, in, brother. <laughs> no, back, back in my <laughs> soccer playing day when I was, you know, they actually used to call me the aerial threat. That's a different story oh, from a different yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. But. But uh, let's go back to Chelsea. Sorry, sorry yes, for yeah. the. Uh, but yeah, people are starting there. to become Tuchel out, and it's and it's uh, you know I'm not a fan. It's like uh, lest we forget, like the quality of football this man played. Like, sure, it didn't look that great against Lee or Southampton. Southampton. I just blanked on who we just. Oh, lost and to. the Saints. Yeah, I just blanked oh, on who we lost Saints to for a second. But like, in. people are like uh, tweeting a lot of screen caps of like. It, it looks like an octagon. Like, there's nobody in the center of the pitch for Chelsea. And then it's like you got a b- bunch of Mason Mount slander, Ugh. all of this. Ugh. And it's it's just getting ugly. It's getting <laughs> ugly in the Chelsea trenches right now. Was it the, was it the uh, stool football account? Yeah. That he, Mason Mount <laughs> yeah. mid table play. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. That's the tweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was, that was assault. That was actually Adam Schefter assault. That was me. <laughs> I could not believe that tweet. It's oh. like, lest we forget, he was Chelsea's player of the year last year. Lest we forget, he's a European champion. Lest oh, we here we go. We're going to bring it's up all these all things. these things. You it's have like, a bunch of, like, players that are so at, Like, yeah, Jorginho, again, tra- I think he's tragically average. Finished third in Poulon Dior voting. <laughs> I can't like, believe that is, that is insanity this, to These me. are the things we're talking about, though. It's like, we have to bring because up he scored, Because he stole Bruno Fernandez penalty movement and did it better? No. That's why oh, we're putting he him He was doing that Dior. way before Bruno was ever in the Premier League. Oh, my. God, he was doing that the year, uh, literally a year or two before Bruno joined the Premier mm. League. Facts are facts. My thing about it is, it's not just the averageness in the squad right now. It is like there's just a lack of creativity. You have no true midfielder. The problem is Connor Gallagher. I know he didn't play at <laughs> Southampton, but that guy is the fucking problem. He had a great season at Palace last year on loan, and it uh, Tuchel's shoehorned him into the fucking lineup since, and it makes me want to vomit. It's so disgusting. He gets sent off against Leicester in the first half. He gets the first yellow card in, like, the 26th minute. Six minutes later, he gets his second yellow card sent off, sends us into fucking 10 men for the remainder of the game. Makes me want to fucking puke. <laughs> well... Finally, this week, you know, this this midweek game, we started Loftus Cheek in the center of the park. Ooh, I cannot believe he still plays for you. No, he's so good with the ball. He's feet. a Chelsea player. He's not also the best funniest name in the Prem. Loftus Cheek. <laughs> Ruben Loftus Cheek is quite a laughable name to look at on paper. Well, I, you guys have. My thing is, where the fuck is Mateo Kovacic? Why is he coming off the bench against Southampton? He's our best dribbler of the ball. It. it but, it's crazy. I mean, what, what are what are uh, Ziyech and uh, Havertz so, doing? Ziyech wanted out. He wanted to go. Ziyech to, he does to go back actively want out. He wanted to go. He back actively to wants out, and they just couldn't figure out. Frankly, the deal. he can go. He doesn't play anyway. He's like a. We got him as like this great playmaker off the right, but all he does is get the ball on his right foot, kick it back to his left foot, and from the top of the right right. Top right corner of the box, he whips in these left-footed <laughs> curled balls. That's all he's fucking good for. Or the occasional bender from fucking, you know, 30 yeah. yards out. He scored against Spurs like that. It, it Listen, he's a quality player, but he is not what we need. We need someone like – like, this is why getting a Aubameyang is so huge because we could switch Sterling out to the wing. He's getting high praise already. But like Drogba, the tweet from Drogba saying that like we talked about this. This is your time. Those, like the those unveiling are just, of the number there's nine. There's a weird, not that a weird. There's a big 
a brotherhood between all the African-born yeah. soccer players. Yeah, yeah. And especially at Chelsea, it's like Drugba's like the guy. Oh, there, there was uh, one what of was the, the other guy. Central, yeah, Michael Essien. Michael Essien, John O.B. McKell, Nigerian. Uh, Michael Essien's Ghanaian. No, I know. It's uh, it's big shoes to fill. But I think. what do you think? They're going to run a 4-3-3? Listen, three, three. I, no, I think it's perfect for us because it's another Arsenal player leaving that lowly club, <laughs> finding his way to Chelsea and winning trophies. That's what's going to happen. It's happened. Who are the other? It's uh, a tale Fab, as old. Fabregas. Uh, yeah, it's a tale as old as time. Fabregas, Giroud, Ashley Cole. It's literally yeah. a tale as old as time. They leave that sorry-ass club to come to our club and win trophies. That's well, what they do. Yeah, I mean, just like... Fabregas said on record he would never play for another London club again and <laughs> join Chelsea <laughs> because he wanted to win trophies. Uh, and what did Van Persie did the same thing, but he went to Manchester <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they did to do the guard of honor. I mean, that was that's one of the best moments club. in like they're having, they, This English is the thing. Premier Arsenal like to, like to have their time in the beginning of the season. It's because, you know, even I before match week one. top four, and that's exactly where they need to be. Um, I could see them finishing top four, maybe just outside top four. I think it's going to be a bubble, but I think, I don't know. I think that fourth spot's going to be a bubble. Yeah, I think it's going to be up up in air between. Uh, it's like four teams. Yeah, Man U, so. Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal. Yeah. 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 And, Li- and Liverpool, they're all in the mix right yep. now. City yeah. City is clear. City City's everyone close. knows they're probably this is they're going to win yeah, by a landslide. The league, sadly, but but Wait, what do you think, your boys in blue? So I, I think mean, you run a four three three. Sterling on the left. Who do you put on the right? No, I we still got to play some Tuchel ball. We got to play some. We got to play some three at the back. This past <laughs> weekend was an exception. Oh, because you played Reese James we, up on like our, yeah, our right yeah, wing. Yeah, yeah. Reese James was out this past weekend. He's head and shoulders our best player so far this season. And that, I forget you have Conte. Uh, Mendy's well, been. Thing. Where's Conte? Yeah, Mendy's been pretty lackluster. Mid, He's not in his first no, season form. No, no. Well, yeah, his first season form won us a Champions League. You know what I mean? That's like, what I'm the, saying. These are the things. It's like. You know. I did. I I was watching the Chelsea game against Southampton, and I said, "How the fuck did this team win the Champions League two years ago?" Uh, both times Chelsea have won the Champions League. You look back on those teams. Ryan Bertrand started the Champions <laughs> League final in 2012 for us, Maresh. That's fucking insane. <laughs> like oh, Daniel man. Sturridge played in that game. Like, Daniel these, Sturridge. These are the- that's a, that's a legend right there. David Luiz playing on half a leg that game. Like these are things that like, it's just a Chelsea thing. Like they, yeah. that was a meme last year because when they dropped their kit, like it was like, oh, it's a Chelsea thing. Like, it's a Chelsea thing to win the Champions it's League. It's a Chelsea an absolutely thing. shambolic lineup. Yeah. Well, let's st- let's keep the action in London. Let's uh, go over to North London, not to the Reds, but to Tottenham. Mm-hmm. How do you uh, how do you feel about your uh, old old boss being a Tottenham fan? Um, it's interesting for sure. Well, it's, he was like hanging out with Harry Kane. Yeah, so that's pretty yeah. fucking sick. No, that was cool. I used to be a big Harry Kane guy when I was playing soccer a lot. I used to, you know, idolize him a little bit just as the quality of a striker. But now, now more so that I'm done with that. It's more so like fuck Harry Kane. Yeah. Um, but Sp- becoming a Spurs fan, I mean, it's it's interesting because it shows that nobody wanted to have a conversation with him about soccer beforehand. It's I think it's for what it's worth. I think it's awesome. I think that mm-hmm. him even caring about the premier league for the first time oh, yeah, that's is cool. awesome. It's going to, it's going to develop more fans, bring this uh-huh. to America more. I think that's awesome. 
and I think it's a great team for him to support, so he can rival troops and uh-huh. be with like expressions. My thing is like he's used to winning too much to be a Spurs fan. Spurs no, he's been through the Patriots bullshit the last couple of years. Oh, the Patriots, but well, Mac jo- I mean, you know what I mean. In the past, fucking yeah. two decades, like he's used to winning too much in the past two decades for him. To pick up the Spurs, <laughs> it's gonna who be win pretty nothing. Off. It's gonna be awesome. Nothing. They <laughs> like nothing. Yeah. Who? Someone tweeted it. I saw recently about like I'm gonna go watch Tottenham, a team that knows how to win championships. And I was like, <laughs> Brother, bruh. you are in the wrong line. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you oh won, like a what? A Community Shield like yeah. 20 years ago. <laughs> Come on. Absolutely shambolic club, but it's like. You know, West Ham are a hard night or hard night out. It's they're gonna give you hell for ninety minutes. Yeah, and it's dude, Mikel Antonio is such a great striker. Yeah, I would love to see him go mm-hmm. to a bigger club and get a chance, but I think he's West Ham suits him. West well. Ham have a great quality in their central midfield. It's Declan Rice, Declan Rice, all over the place. It's Suchek, just that tall, lanky motherfucker, yep. just putting in tackles all over the place. It, it, there's nothing you can do about it. It's well, speaking speaking of tall, lanky motherfuckers, the uh, Tottenham gets Fulham this weekend, and they get another. They get to play <laughs> against a tall, lanky motherfucker who's the number three goal scorer. Alexander in the Mitrovic, he's yeah. insane. Yeah, he keeps scoring. He's a big body. Gets in, in involved when he he actually climbed Trent in the first game this year <laughs> yeah. when they played Fulham. When they won. They won. Yeah. The game, right? uh, they drew. I think they ended up drawing. Okay. But Trent got climbed like a fucking tree. Trent's mid. Trent is mid. He doesn't hold a candle to Reese James. I would agree with that statement. But, yes. Yeah. Mitrovic is looking they, legit. Did Fulham play this past week? They lost, right? Um, Arsenal, no? No, Arsenal had Villa. Oh, uh, they beat mid-week. Brighton. Midweek. Oh, yeah, they, they won at Brighton. They won Brighton. Brighton. Oh, that's, uh, all right, let's go into that game. Well, right. Brighton had been on a good stretch. Yeah, Brighton... Brighton's like uh, they got that really Three tiny guy Tariq Lamptey. Yeah, well, former Chelsea lad. Really? Yeah, yeah he, left he, back he, for Chelsea. We sold him after we decided to go with uh, Ben Chilwell. Yeah, Mitrovic scored again, and then um, Dunk scored an own goal to put them up two one. And then it looks like Brighton pulled one back in the 60th on a penalty. But uh, Brighton's run of form ends three ga- three wins in a row. Four, they're fourth in the Prem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got That's ten what points. I'm they got three, yeah, three out of five. The, is the fairy tale over? I think it's because they've got Fat Boy Slim as their like official mascot. <laughs> oh, I think no shit, I didn't really? know he was still alive, but he put out like a the a clip for them He's at the beginning of the season. Living on the coast of England, loving his Brighton and Hove. Yeah, pretty sick. But when it, if I wouldn't have bet for them to be a, in the fourth position on the table after five games. No, but, well. If you'd looked ahead to the schedule before the season, you would think of this as some sort of relegation matchup or something. But no, here we are talking about Brighton and how hot they've been. Yeah. Getting points from everybody. They're only going to get better, too, because they got so much money from selling Kukurea. Yeah, that's true. They did. You guys paid out the Like 50-something million. That's, you know, happens, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, you know, for small clubs, smaller clubs, I should say, like that, that injection of money is huge. They'll spend that money for the next uh, five, six years. Yeah. Uh, and then I think the last game that's like really relevant to talk about here is probably the Arsenal-Villa game. Yeah. And I was thinking about this when we were talking about the coaches and the player co- players who became coaches. I think Arteta is the blueprint of what you should do 
to become a head coach. Actually, as opposed actually coach. As opposed to, well, did he coach anywhere? Well, he had, was he, on, had, he, he was no, under Pep. Exactly, exactly. Though. And he, like, learned, he was actually coaching. Yeah, he was learning from the as best opposed, coach in the as world. As opposed to someone like Lampard who just sees like a job open flyer and he's like, oh yeah, let me apply for the Derby City. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? I get he had done some work in the Chelsea youth systems like a, a, for a little bit after he retired, but it's like he went to. I think if you if you're a player, and you, it's not a rivalry scenario, you go to you want to go work under the best guy. Yeah. At the best club. Exactly. And you want to learn and see how he does things. Mm-hmm. And then Arsenal made a great play for him. I think he could have gone to Spain probably and coached a team there, but Arsenal said we're ready for you. And it took two years. They had to give him full control. And watching that Arsenal team is really sad for me because it is they look so dominant on the ball. Yeah. Martinelli's coming into his own. Jesus is an incredible finisher. Saka's mm-hmm. getting there. He could have had one to make it three or two nothing early, but they ended up winning two one, so it's fine. But they look really good on the ball. And when they're missing Smith Rowe. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the thing about them too is like they didn't necessarily get swept up in the uh fate in like the craze of signing a club legend. Like mm-hmm. Arteta wasn't like you know, he doesn't have statues by any means, but he was a solid player for them. It's like they didn't jump the gun and hire like a Patrick Vieira or like a Thierry Henry or yeah. something like that. They just were like, you know what? Like, yeah, this guy has played for us, but that has nothing to do with it. It's the fact that he has been under Pep Guardiola and Pep Guardiola is one of the best managers in the world. Yeah. So we're giving him a shot. It helps that he's also a former Arsenal player because that could maybe help the fans get behind him. But oh, yeah. they're not shoehorning somebody in with no experience just a name and hoping I, he figures it out and you know what they're doing it right now they've got injuries to party i, I don't know what's going on with smith Rowe. i haven't seen him play is he like big i injury? have no idea either but they're doing it with a bunch of youngsters they're bringing youth in they're developing the youth they're not over like you said overpaying for people uh and they've, they've got a good core and i think they're going to be a problem yeah. as years go by well, but, their defense is starting to look sharp too. That's always yeah, been Matt Magle Hayes, Gabriel Magle Hayes. Yeah, for the past couple of years, it's been a very Jaka's refound himself. <laughs> what the fuck, man? I thought that guy's life career was over. Oh my god! And now he's back. He's fine. He's look. He looks great. The amount of times I could have relied on Granite Jaka giving me joy in terms of Arsenal pain on a Saturday. I know, and now Sunday. he looks fucking good. They made the right calls, letting Obama like Arteta came in and made hard calls. He had to bench. Aubameyang, strip him of his captaincy, sell Lacazette. He he did it all, and he's reshaped that team, and they're going to be a problem. Those things that Wenger and Emery, I guess, never had the the backbone to do. Like mm-hmm. uh, that's kind. Of, I guess that might be where the Arsenal fan frustration is: is mm-hmm. the lack of change. So it's uh, they feel like they might have to force it on themselves, and it's it's ending up like it's uh, working out for them. Right yeah, now. but they got a, they got a good club now uh, going into the weekend. So let's look ahead of this week's games. We've got Everton Liverpool. Uh, that so it's a Merseyside Derby. Uh, that's going to mm-hmm. be bright and early on Saturday. I think Liverpool probably takes that pretty easily. Yeah, Everton are in poor form. Ever- Liverpool also in not the greatest form. They're going to take their anger out on. Yeah, and then there's what one, two, three, four, five, six games at 10 a.m. tomorrow. That's going to be fun. Tottenham, Fulham. I think Tottenham. That's actually a tough one. 
uh, Nottingham Forest Burnmouth. I hope Nottingham Forest find their find their feet again, get back to doing what they do. Maybe Lingard next two, one. Two uh, relegation contenders battling it out. Yep. Uh, hopefully Nottingham Forest uh, can win that one out. Then there's Chelsea West Ham. Yeah, London Derby. That's gonna be a tough one for sure. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, we haven't been playing up to par per se, so it's gonna be a tough day. Out. We get Koulibaly back. He'll be back from suspension. Oh, he was back against Southampton, oh, buddy, and boy, oh, boy. <laughs> boy, oh, boy, was he not great. He had, he had like, a terrible pass percentage. Like, yeah. terrible. It was disgusting. Glad you guys paid for him, not us. Yeah, I just wish we still had Rudiger. Like, I actually lay awake at night, like, thinking, yeah. oh, I miss Antonio Rudiger so much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then there's Brentford Leeds. Another, some of these games are going to be toss-ups. I that, couldn't tell you. That goal, or that game. Weak goals, like they're just gonna be goals scored in that game. Yeah, I hope so. That'd be fun. Little defense, perhaps. Yeah. Then there's Wolves Southampton. That Uh, is the op. That is the end. That is gonna be a nil nil draw. Brentford Leeds. Yes. Nil nil draw. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. If that. (laughs) Two teams who can't score and two teams that seemingly do a good enough job of keeping goals out. Yep. Yep. Uh, Then the last game to round that out is gonna be Newcastle Crystal Palace. I think Newcastle. Actually, Crystal Palace has been decent, too. I don't know. Palace has been in good form. Uh, they, If they had beaten City, that would have been three in a row for them. Yeah. So, another one to watch. So, it'll be a fun five-game spread at 10 a.m. Uh, and then you go into Villa City. You could probably skip that one. Watch the recap. It's going to be all City. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be pretty Stevie brutal. G might be out of a job. I hope so. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I don't mind uh, him. He slipped against us. So. Yeah. Then Sunday, there's Brighton, Leicester, early relic. Well, I think Leicester could go 0 6. Well, that's or, top uh, of the table versus bottom of the table. That's yeah. uh, Titans of the league versus the uh, the squalor. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see what happens. Hopefully, they can turn it around. I like seeing Leicester. They're fun. They, they're, like, yeah. they're, they're like Tottenham again. Nobody cares if they win or lose, they're just there. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, we get to watch Jamie Vardy like yell at some fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and when he scores, you're going to expect an. Electric Selly. <laughs> Getting the exactly. fans going insane. He's probably going to snap the corner pole in half. Yeah. And then uh, the game that I'll be uh, getting very excited for Sunday. Man, probably game Arsenal. of the weekend. It'll be game of the weekend because Arsenal absolutely do not dominate us or it's going to be a close one. But that's 1130 Eastern. I am excited to see. I hope hopefully there's Anthony's yeah. debut. Yeah. Maybe Casemiro gets yeah. a start. We get to watch the little boy Lissandro run around. Yeah, hey, little boy has been, <laughs> was uh, player of the month. Player of the month. I don't want to yeah. hear any more short king slander. He's he. This is there was a short king spring in 2022, oh, and now he is going to make it a short king fall. Okay, he is the he has been insane. You like I hope that, he, uh, that that alliteration, by the way, little boy Lasagna. I like the alliteration. I think he's going to have Jesus in his pocket. Uh, All right, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what goes on. Yeah, I think they're probably going to stick with uh, Veron Martinez at the back. Dallow played well last game. Hopefully he can keep that up. And then Malassi on the left. And then uh, Casemiro maybe starts. Finally get fucking McTominay. There's actually something I wanted to ask you. One closing thought here. Yeah. Do you think Scott McTominay uh, could play in the MLS and be successful? Because somebody tweeted this at me, and he was like, you know, Casemiro will start, and uh, McTominay can go to the MLS in his rightful place. And I was like, is that his rightful place? <laughs> I think he would struggle in the fucking MLS. No, he would. I think he would do well only from the fact that like people will would have heard of him, 
and like kind of be like, oh. There's like a little intimidation. You think there's an intimidation? Fa- I think. You think he, there's parts of this I fucking think he world gets some for clout. I think he gets some clout. No fucking way <laughs> does a guy Scott- who wears 39. <laughs> Scotty, Scotty McTee uh, gets some uh, clout in the MLS world. I think he is nowhere near even. He might not even start on some MLS teams no. like LAFC right now. No, he might on. not start. No, he could definitely get into some MLS sides. He could definitely start on every MLS side. Actually, if he's starting every week for Manchester United. I think it's like blissful ignorance sometimes with him. Just like they're like, yeah, put him out there. We don't, we don't want to start at McTominay well, in a second. Who's the other year. option, Fred? Now it's Casemiro. Yes, you now. you I've... play Erickson and Bruno as the attacking oh, mids, and then you now have it's him. Casemiro. Yeah. But before you had Casemiro, it was like, all right, well, do we play Fred or McTominay? But I guess they're gonna have to keep McTominay playing uh, because Casemiro is a little bit older. Oh, for sure, Casemiro's so, in his thirties. But I'll tell you this: if if Ten Hag puts McGuire out on Sunday. Expect bloodbath. Okay. I think Arsenal fucking shit on Man U if Maguire plays, but I think he keeps him in his little. There were a lot vest. of United fans who were upset that McTominay started this last game. Yeah, I think we're, everyone's eager. Yeah. They want to see the new guys. You Did see Casemiro Ke- come on as a sub? Yeah, he looked. He looked. Great. He looked <laughs> miles clear of fucking anything we've seen from a defensive mid. He gets. He wins the ball. He puts through a quality ball up, pushes okay. it forward. Like, man, you just haven't had that. In a yeah, long yeah. Time. So it's great to see, and everyone's excited. And Anthony, if he comes on and scores against Arsenal, shuts fucking everybody up about the transfer fee, oh, I'll be a happy boy. You know, I was going to give the prediction. I think it was going to end up nil-nil. Nil-nil? Zero-zero, just like everybody's going to get. Arsenal's there. too hot to not score. I think they'll score. Man, you, Sancho's pretty hot. Hopefully he nets one. But My thing is, like, I could. there's always just – it's going to be like, I think it's going to be people come close, but they're each a little too timid because they each understand the significance of the game. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of big players on those teams, so maybe they aren't as timid as I may think. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, this is this was fun. We'll do another one yeah, for hopefully sure. next week. Uh, if yeah. I'm not traveling across the fucking country uh, yep, again. Uh, gallivanting the Northeast. Gallivanting the Northeast, as you'll say. But, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll put out another All one, right. maybe a couple blogs. But, yeah. Yeah. Good All one. Right. All right. See ya. See ya. Blue Raspberry Girl.